0: Hi guys, my name is Tashoy And my name is Natasia. And welcome, welcome to, to His Word, word. We yes. are here to bring you His Word through testimony And His Word is here to Encourage Uplift Inspire Help believe and to trust so what is a testimony you may ask i'll let you know a testimony is a testament of what god is doing in your life it is powerful to share your testimony and it will help other people who are going through the exact same thing so guys please remember to hear his word speak his word and share his word his his word word is is god's word. word Hi guys, and welcome back to another episode on Testimony Tuesdays, hashtag TT. My name is Natassia Brown, and I'm your main host today. This episode is very much exciting because it speaks about something that a lot of us go through in our Christian walk with God. So this is episode five, and it is called Lukewarm Christianity. So what is a lukewarm Christian? a lukewarm christian is someone who picks and chooses what they follow in the bible it's either you follow all of his commands because the bible says we are supposed to follow all of his commands we aren't supposed to pick and choose what we do and what we don't do if it doesn't suit our lifestyle so just reflect on that am i a lukewarm christian if you're choosing what you abide by and what you don't abide by essentially you are basically creating your own form of Christianity, right? Another example of what a lukewarm Christian is, is a person who is more concerned about the consequences of their sin rather than the actual act itself. So if you're a person who knows that you're doing something wrong, but you don't really care that you're doing something wrong, like, you don't feel convicted like anytime you commit this sin you don't feel convicted about it you are more concerned about the consequences of your action but when it comes to Christ we are supposed to be concerned about doing the right thing if you know that you're doing something wrong then that's obviously an issue you know if you know that you're someone who likes to smoke when you know that you're not supposed to smoke if you know that you're a person who likes to have sex when you know. You're not supposed to have sex outside of marriage. If you know that you're a person who gets drunk, you know that this is not what you're supposed to be doing. And I feel like a lot of Christians as well who are lukewarm, they try to make excuses for their action. Or are you that type of Christian who tries to manipulate a Bible verse to suit your sin? Because a lot of us, a lot of us try and find a Bible verse to justify why our sin is okay when we know it's not okay. If you know in your heart that you are doing something wrong, but you try and use a Bible verse to justify why it's right, then you are a lukewarm Christian, I'm sorry. You are a lukewarm Christian and it's not cool because there's many people out there who are seeing what you are doing and you are supposed to be leading by example. We are all supposed to be leading by example. We have a duty because we know the Bible. We know the word of God. So we are held more accountable. So if you know that you are doing something, that the Holy Spirit is telling you, you know what, this is wrong, but you're ignoring that voice, that's obviously an issue. So our anchor scripture for this episode is first John chapter 2 verse 15 to 16 and it says do not love the world or the things in the world if anyone loves the world the love of the father is not in him. For all that is in the world, the desires of the flesh and the desires of the eyes and pride and possessions is not from the father, but it's from the world. So for example, if you are a person who is still partying, when you know the effects that partying has on you, if you're still doing all these things and you know that you are doing these things, but it but it's not really making you feel the type of way, then that's really a problem because anytime I do anything that I'm not supposed to do, I am so filled with the Holy Spirit Spirit that I identify where I'm going wrong, I try and fix that area and I repent for all my sins and I try to ensure that if I'm preaching anything, that I'm not going against it. All of us as Christians are called to be disciples of Christ. So if people know that you are Christian and you're doing all these other things, you are influencing people in the wrong way, and you're telling them that it's still okay to do all these things and be in Christ. Of course, we can't judge other people because we are not perfect. Yeah, n- nobody is perfect, but we are supposed to work on our own salvation. You need to ensure that you are living a righteous life. If you are living according to the desires of the world, desires of your flesh, then you are not living in Christ. You are not living according to His Word. You are living according to the world, and what the world tells you is okay. But the Bible is our manual, it t- is our daily bread. It tells you what you need to be doing to be. A follower of Christ. And it means you have to die to your sins. You have to die to the flesh. You have to die to every single thing that you were once. Because you can't come into Christ and bring everything with you. There are certain things that you cannot bring with you. There are certain people that you cannot bring with you because these people are not allowing you to grow in Christ. Sometimes we hold on to those very habits and those, and those very friends who are there to just keep you in the same place. Those friends who are not encouraging you to grow in Christ. Those habits that are keeping you in a stronghold, who are keeping you in bondage. These things need to be let loose in order for you to flourish in Christ. We, we all have a purpose. We are all called to be a disciple. We are all called to do more for Christ. But if you're not living in the right way, how are you able to be obedient to Christ? How are you able to walk in your purpose? How are you able to walk in your anointing if you are not doing what you're supposed to be doing? And that's why it's important to, to be in the word daily because it reminds us, like what I noticed as well is that the Bible verses, they are all testimonies. They are testimonies about what people have experienced. And as a result of their experience, this is how, or this this is what happened as a consequence. I feel like as human beings, we would rather make our own mistakes in life rather than follow by example. If something happened in the Bible that that you know applies to your life, then why would you also walk into the same mistake? These are testimonies. These are stories that are there to build you, to shape you. And this is why we have this platform as well, like His Word platform, because it allows you to see that there's people in our day and age who are going through the exact same thing as you, And this is how they were able to overcome it. This is how they felt. They felt the same way as you. So if you're feeling this way as our next guest, then you know that this testimony is for you and it's not by accident why you're here today playing it. Are you a lukewarm Christian? Think about it. If God was to come today, right now, where are you going? Where are you going, heaven or hell? Because if you don't know the answer, then something is definitely wrong and you need to make a change. Right, so without further ado, our guest here, name is Jose Morris, a wonderful man who lives in Miami and he speaks about his experiences um, in Christ and how he was able to overcome his challenges, you know, partying and drinking and everything else. So I hope you guys enjoy this episode. So Jose, how are you? And please let us know what God has done for you in your life.
1: My name is Holly Jose Morris, and usually I tell people to call me Jose because it's easier and it kind of pronounces better as Jose. And um, I'm from Miami, Florida, and I'm 33 years old. I really do appreciate this uh, podcast, and um, I'm highly favored to be a part of it. And God has been so awesome in my life. So basically, my testimony is that um, I was always grew up in a church since I was young. When I was a kid, My parents kind of like forced us to go to church. And at first I didn't really understand it. You know, I used to go to church and see people dancing and clapping hands and shouting to God. And I'm looking like, what are they doing? You know, so I was like, well, I started trying to imitate them. And then after that, when I started getting older, basically in my teens years, I was going to different churches, you know, trying to fit in. I remember I used to just look around and kind of like embarrassed, like, should I even worship God? Should I even lift my hand? Because it was something new to me. And um, I was like, okay. And then I knew that I wasn't footing myself, you know. And then I was like, you know what? Church getting boring. And let me just leave the church. So I left the church. And then I started being to myself. So I believe in my early, I could say, Maybe 21, 22, I was like still searching for truth. You know, I always believed there's a God, but never really took time to really like have a relationship with God. So I started, you know, looking at YouTube, looking at street preachers, started looking at pastors and hearing them preach. But I always knew something inside me wanted to preach the gospel. So it felt good when I heard the word and received the word. So I was like, okay, um, let me start going back to church. So I went back to church and then I started getting involved in group activities. You know, they had like sports activities, they had a basketball court. Um they had like refreshing after the service. And I was like, man, this is a good thing, you know? Well you could play basketball and eat after the church. So I'm like, this is a good people. Like I was like, you know, I never felt this way before, you know, the love, you know, the support. And they asked you about your problem or how you doing this week, how was your week? And and then I just fell in love with the church. So I stayed in the church. Then I was um involved in this class, this um this discipleship class. And then they started to trust me. And they started saying, Well, would you like to pick up people like from the area, you know, take them to church? So I say, Well, okay, I'll do that. And then I, I start getting involved in the um, picking up people on Fridays, because Fridays, they had youth nights, and that's when a lot of kids come and youth leaders and young adults go to the church on Fridays, so I was one of the youth leaders, and then after that, at the same time, I was basically partying, clubbing, so I was, I was like, partying for the world and partying for God, so um, I stopped, eventually. you know, like the word say, you can't serve two masters, you know, you either love the other one or hate the other one. So basically I was in between. So I guess you call that lukewarm. Eventually I stopped going to church and then um, I started doing my own thing, you know, clubbing, but still in the word, still listening to sermons, still hearing the word on YouTube. Eventually, you know, this quarantine, when when this thing affected us, you know, this invisible enemy that Trump talked about right before, it kind of hit me, like hit home for me because I'm like, man, this virus coming to America and and then lockdowns, it kind of really challenged my faith. So that's when I start having a routine like the before. I start waking up early. I start praying. I start um, reading the word. I start trying to like have different lessons of the word to, to um, you know preach the word because I, I like to preach, you know. So as I got older, like now, I started preaching and then I backslide again, you know. After everything start opening back up, I started you know, getting back into the, you know, club life and partying then and I knew that certain things that I always talk about, preach about. One thing about me, I never for example, let's say if someone have a um club problem, right? Partying. I will never go against that because I was doing that. Because that's basically being hypocritical, right?
0: Yeah. Hypocrite. Yeah.
1: <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So I was mainly always giving lessons on Like um like smoking not good for you, drinking not good for you, because I know I'm not doing that, you know, I was still preaching. And then it wasn't too effective, you know, because the fact that I know that I wasn't really telling the full story or telling the truth when I preach, you know. After all this start opening back up, right? Even though places still have curfews, you know, you still have to wear a mask, right? This this they say no mask, no service. So praise God for this testimony because I'm gonna say for the past maybe two, three months, I've been still clubbing, still partying, okay, and that was last week, but praise God for this week, I started doing something different, like today, I mean, you won't be seeing me on this testimony, I probably would have been out
0: really? partying right now, <laughs> <laughs> hallelujah,
1: <laughs> so so what happened is, um I started listening to sermons about sin, and you know, I always heard like, if you um, if you know better, you should do better, okay. And I know I'm called. You know, the Bible said, "Many are called, few chosen." So I knew I have a purpose. I, I knew that I was always stand out in the crowd. You know, I always knew that that wasn't really me. You know, out here going out clubbing, and partying. I knew it was bigger than that. You know, like I knew my identity you know, in Christ, basically, okay, because I still knew that I, I was different, people look at me different, like, you know, it's something about him, you know, God is working in me, like, and showing me, you know, like, getting into worship music, getting into praise and worship, pray, you know, really get to it, so you don't have that urge, so that urge come off me right away, you know, and then on top of that, I was hearing a sermon about sin, you know, I, I, I know that, like, Romans 6, 23, say, for the ways of sin is death, but the gift of God, is eternal through Jesus Christ. So I knew the ways of sin was death, you know, but I was still out there partying. So I started learning about sin more. I just made in my mind, finally, thank God. I was like, that's it, Enough is enough. Because I, I kind of knew it was, it was affecting my time, my money, my identity. I'm not being all I could be for God. God has started showing me things, connecting people to me now. And it's like, man, because I had made that decision, to let go and let God take that. So I'm excited than ever. I'm more hungry and thirsty for righteousness, like the word say. And it's amazing, man, it's amazing because I made that commitment, you know, because sometimes God is on waiting for us to step out of faith and say that enough is enough because he gave us free will, a choice to make. It's so I, I made that decision, man, it's not my will. But God will so I allow God to take the will and i'm grateful i'm thankful that now I could um literally share this testimony and be like you know God is amazing and he allowed me to um uh be bold now and to and to finally say that I'm set free from places like this
0: that is such a wonderful testimony it is a constant reminder that you cannot have both. You can't dip your toe in the sand and also be in the water. You need to be all in or all out. And I say all in and all out because you cannot have both. As you've already emphasised, you cannot serve two masters. It's impossible. For example, you can't be partying today on um, a Friday and then in church on a Sunday because you You're just going to be in the same cycle of sin and that is not what you want. If you're trying to build a proper, solid, meaningful relationship with Christ, you have to ensure that you are building healthy habits. And a healthy habit is to literally let go of of the things of the world that are holding you back, the things that are not allowing you to progressing your life you know sin has the ability to hold us back I I remember when um, I first came into Christ I was still partying because I wasn't aware of the um, dangers of still being in those kind of environments and still playing those kind of music but then I realized that me hearing these songs it triggers something in me that I used to be like you know so it's a lot more easier for me to just let go of the things that aren't allowing me to grow and aren't really allowing me to be a true christian so i have a question for you what advice do you have for a person who has just come into christ but they aren't able or they are finding it quite hard to let go of their flesh to let go of the things that were once enjoyable for them for example partying and drinking smoking weed doing drugs
1: okay my advice i guess like I say, like to let go and let God take it. Because at the end of the day, um it's just like a dog going back to the vomit, like the word say. And it's just my other advice is to stay prayed up, stay word up. And when that urge because at the end of the day, um the Bible says we can't serve to master. And once you know better, you do better. And 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 um as human beings, we're gonna always have that urge to go back. But as long as we ground it in the word, as long as we ground it in worship.
0: Mm-hmm. And now
1: I'm saying that's it. It's no time to be worshiping, wordy music, but worshiping the Most High, mm-hmm. you know, Jesus Christ, and no between, you know, it's just mm-hmm. all the way in mm-hmm. to, to give God a glory. So,
0: do you feel like the um, people who you're around has an impact as well on, you know, partying and everything else? Because obviously, if I have um, people around me who are always partying, then of course I'm going to. Um, Part, you as well, you know,
1: yeah, that's true too. Uh, impact, yeah, because bad company co- corrupt good character, mm-hmm. like the words say, and that, um, it does have effect, you know, because I knew that I want to be all I could be for God, and also I start to realize that I'm not effective as I am if I'm and I'm not being all I could be for God if I'm continue, you know, I'm um, living and sinning, willfully sinning, and that's my advice to say is that um that you won't be all you could be for God because sin affects your mind, your body, your soul little by little. And then eventually they will not know their identity. And they won't have a passion Mm -hmm. to serve God with all their heart, with all their mind, with all their soul, because their heart and mind soul is in that particular sin, you know? Absolutely. Or the people that have problems with clubs and stuff, they mind plan that excitement come up, and it's just a fantasy, it's just a temporary, mm-hmm. but what matters is eternal life, and at the end of the day, everybody gonna, every knee stop by and confess that Jesus Christ is Lord, even if they mm-hmm. know them, don't know them, they're gonna know that He is God, you know, mm-hmm. He's mm-hmm. He's bigger than your problem, mm-hmm. and, and we should allow our fate to be bigger than our fears, so.
0: Thank you so much, Jose, for coming on to the His Word podcast. It's been an absolute pleasure. You have really enabled us to see that, you know, this is what we go through as Christians. But what I love about your story is that every single time you fell back or you backslided, you always got back up. You always continued to find ways in order to grow in Christ and to get back on track. A lot of us Christians, sometimes, you know, we fall down and we just stay there. But we're not supposed to just stay there. That's why the foundation in which your relationship with Christ is built on is so, so, so important because he had a solid foundation in Christ. When he fell, he knew to get back up. So you cannot stay in the same place that you were yesterday, in the same place that has kept you in bondage your entire life. It's time to have a new perspective. It's time to have a new change. It's time to really allow God to work in your life. Are you not tired of being in the same cycle? Are you not tired of doing this same thing over and over and over again? Because in order for you to experience the greatness that God has promised you through Abraham, I'm telling you for free, God promised all of us greatness. So in order for you to step into your greatness, you need to make changes. You need to be obedient to God. You need to be walking in your purpose. You need to be making those small changes today to impact your tomorrow. And you know what, it's okay. We all backslide, we all make mistakes. It's not for us to judge anybody else or to to think, you know what, I am perfect in Christ. We're not perfect in Christ, we all make mistakes. And sometimes we backslide, but it's all about what you do after. Do you stay in that place? because it's easy to stay in that place. But the Bible encourages us to get up every single time. It doesn't matter if you sin a hundred times in a day, you repent and you get back up and you you identify, why do I keep falling into this sin? What do I need to do? Here is a healthy tip that I have for everybody who's playing this episode right now. Tip number one, please engrave this into your mind and into your hearts. What I tend to do is, any sin, any issue in which I face in my life, I make sure that I find scriptures, that I find preachings, that I'm engraving the scripture into my mind, into my heart. Because the more you read the Bible, the more you hear these preachings, you, you're able to build your faith. The Bible says faith comes by hearing the word. You need to always be working on your challenges. It won't just go overnight. If you've always been a type of way, How are you now able to change that? What do you need to do? Go back to our manual, our daily bread, which is the Bible. It tells you exactly what you need to do. We need to feed our spirit man every single day. See the Bible as food. We need to eat this food every single day in order to be strong spiritually, mentally, to change the way in which we are right now, which is not glorifying God, god's name so i just thought i'd leave that there um i hope you guys enjoyed this episode if you guys do have a testimony please reach out we love hearing what god has done for you this weekend on the 31st of march i am so proud to say that it will be our one year anniversary and i am pleased so pleased, so honoured that God has carried his word through. These testimonies have been wonderful, I can't even lie. The um, people who have continued to play this episode, you have all grown in Christ, you've all been able to really see how far his word has come and we thank you so much for being a part of this wonderful experience. So guys, if you are online, give us a shout out, continue to share his word because it's been a year and We will continue to grow stronger and stronger and stronger. And this is not even the end. God has so much more wonderful things in store for his word. I promise you guys, stick around and you will see the glory that God has in store for all of you um, who are followers and who are supporting his word. I have recorded a very special episode for his word's first anniversary and that will be uploaded on YouTube on the 31st of March, which is tomorrow at 5pm with a very special guest. Her name is Martina Nicole, who also has a testimony podcast as well. And we speak about the challenges in which we faced starting our podcast. Like out of nowhere, we started at the exact same time. I met, met her online and honestly, it's been a challenge for both of us, but it's been a wonderful experience. So guys, go and check out that video. On Wednesday, the 31st of March at 5pm to really hear more. Whilst you were there, do not forget to subscribe and share it with all your friends and families. You know, it's there to encourage you and to inspire you. You know, being obedient to God's calling is never an easy thing because there's a lot of sacrifices that have to be made but the moment you are obedient the more doors he will open for you so yeah guys I will see you back here in two weeks time for another wonderful testimony and guys please remember his word is God's word